Hello and welcome. This is Diane Lake, your host, and I'm going to be sharing how you can understand and apply the prophetic through practical terms, practical ways, and practical means that make it relevant to your everyday life so that you can prepare the way for the Lord's purposes to manifest in the earth. This is Preparing the Way, the Practical Prophetic. Well, hey guys, welcome to episode 17. I've titled this, Will You Trust the Lord to Restore to Better Than Before? So it's been a few weeks, maybe even a month or so since I last did a podcast episode. There's been a lot of reasons for this. But for one thing, it's been a somewhat quieter season for me personally. I haven't written a major article until just lately for probably a span of four months. That's the longest stretch I can ever remember. And as I said, there's a number of reasons for this and some very unexpected things happened during the last um, few months. But it's also like I have to get specific direction to release an article. I can't just write an article any old time because I have revelation or content. The same with a podcast like today. Unless I have specific direction to move forward, I'm not necessarily going to give a podcast just because it might be a scheduled type of thing. So sometimes too, it's like I have to become the word, the message that I bring you. It's like I have to walk it out first sometimes before I can write it or do a podcast episode. And I think when I do that, I can bring it with more authority. Well, at least I hope that's the case. So I really got to walk this one out, let me tell you. So let me just begin by saying that several weeks ago, I heard the Lord say, it's a day of new beginnings. Well, this really got my attention because just that day I'd taken delivery of a brand new pickup truck. And so when I started to think about this, I began to realize that there were indeed a number of new things in my life at that point. I started to just kind of think about it. Well, I'd gotten new glasses. I'd gotten new sunglasses. My husband had gotten new glasses. He loses his periodically. So that's why I can't remember all the things, but I could see, yeah, there's a lot of new things. Well, apparently we were just getting started because shortly after this, my laptop died, my workhorse laptop, our AC died. Now that's interesting because we were in the 100 degree range here in Montana in the high point of summer. Our bedrooms are on the second floor, so not real pleasant. So it took about three weeks, I would say, of troubleshooting and we found out our whole HVAC system needs to be replaced. So, okay, my laptop died, the AC died, the HVAC system died, then our hot water heater died, and then our refrigerator died. I mean, this is just in a very short time period. And during this same time period, we even experienced an unexpected death in the family, very tragic and freak accident type thing. And there's another devastating loss that happened during this time, but it's kind of personal in nature, so it's not something I can necessarily disclose but to you. But at one point, my husband had said, he's starting to feel like Job, you know, and I could relate. I really could. Now, of course, the enemy, Satan, at times, seems to attack with a vengeance. Remember how Jesus, Luke 4, 13, had been tempted uh, in the wilderness. And we know that scripture talks about the enemy having left him and coming back at a more opportune time. So it can be like that. But I began to recognize God's hand somewhere in this, in all these things that were happening. Now, 
I hadn't wanted a new truck. Remember I said I'd taken delivery of a new truck. I had a very special pickup, one I loved. I didn't want to replace it, but I began to sense and hear some things from the Lord that began to make me wonder if this was the Lord's direction for us. Now, a little bit of background. Since about 2008, when we had a very supernatural encounter in which the Lord showed both my husband and I, we we were both, this is an encounter that really affected us and impacted us, both of us. He showed us that he wanted us to buy a new vehicle at that time. It wasn't like we felt we could. We were in some circumstances that made us feel like finances were unstable or whatever. Um, But the Lord showed us that when he said to move to do something, he wanted us to do it, to trust him. Uh, I don't know. He was teaching us a bunch of stuff. So actually, since that time period, every time I've gotten a new vehicle, there seems to be some sort of prophetic significance. Now, I'll come back that to that in a little while as far as what that can mean. When you're a prophetic person or a prophet, sometimes there's some extra things that the Lord will illustrate through the natural, you know, that someone else might not get the direction for, you know. So anyway, I did originally resist getting a new pickup. I didn't want to replace it. And uh, some things were happening. And one of the things that happened is that I actually dreamed at one point that this truck that I'd had for a number of years was totaled in this dream. Now, I was okay, but it wasn't. And then I told my husband about it. And then we decided to go to town and work out early in the morning to, you know, before I was going to start my day. And right when I was thinking about this um, exact dream, this rock landed right. I mean, I, like I winced and ducked and probably gasped. It's like, it was almost, okay, so this could either be the enemy or this could be God getting your attention, but I'm going to come back to that as well. All that's to say that I resisted, but there was a lot of things that happened when I looked back. We both said, you know, I think this is the Lord's direction and we need to do this. Well, actually, I love my new truck. Fast forward. There was a bit of a process to find it. With the current lack of inventory of new vehicles and the shortage of microchips, it had really been a challenge to find this. But I broadened my search in our town and in our you know immediate area. I couldn't find anything. So I actually went broader. Um, and lo and behold, while I was talking to a salesperson on the phone, this perfect truck popped up in his incoming shipment inventory. He's like, I don't know where this came from. And guess what? It had all the things that I wanted. Uh, And so now that I have it and I'm driving it, uh, I mean, I just did not realize how much technology had advanced in the seven years since I'd last got a new truck. It really made my life a lot easier, I have to say. Um, And the same thing happened with my laptop. So my old one was 10 years old. So it's been my workhorse forever. It's what I've recorded podcasts on, written articles on, do, I'm studying in my master's. Um, But at 10 years old, it probably was, you know, at the end of its lifespan. And anyway, it could not be repaired. I tried. And I did not realize until I got the new laptop, how slow and hard to work with that old laptop had become because until I got the new I I mean sometimes I was blaming the internet or whatever and here it was my laptop was just dying (laughs) and so quite unexpectedly in the process uh, after getting the new laptop I also ended up getting a larger desktop monitor and an upgraded office space which really I needed um, and, and I never would have done it otherwise. You know, it's just the time period that it takes to get reorganized and get all this stuff up and running. 
But anyway, there's a pattern here that I'm starting to recognize, okay? So this is what the Lord kind of showed me. About a year ago, I kept hearing the Lord say, I'm planning to do a new thing. The old ways won't work anymore. And I actually have a major article on that written in July of 2020. And I'll be sure and tag that at the end in the CPN uh, show notes for you. And I did not realize that when I was hearing that and writing about it, little did I realize that the old ways literally were not going to work anymore. I mean, all the stuff is just going to start breaking and not working, right? So now all of a sudden we're walking this word out in a personal way that I had never expected. Uh, so every time I turn around, there's something new going on in my life. And a lot of it is not my own choosing. So anyway, what I want to point out is that if you can recognize yourself in this pattern, I would really encourage you to trust him. Because I had recently heard the Lord say, after realizing this is what's going on, probably, you know, you're just sensing this. I heard the Lord say he's doing something new, 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 new. So, wow, how about that? Sometimes when we prophesy something or we hear the Lord, we really have no idea what he's talking about. But So, um, returning to the subject of replacing this truck, when I was discussing with my husband the direction that we felt we were getting to replace my truck, this would have been sometime in June, a couple of months ago, I mentioned that I felt the Lord was not messing around in this season. Like there was a new level of seriousness concerning the need for obedience. So this is a little bit why, I mean, you could attribute that dream and that rock and all that to the enemy, but I had a sense it was the Lord trying to get my attention. Like this is not, I'm not really kidding around here. I really want you to do this. Um, so here's what I have decided that's going on as far as our life. And I think it's a broader sense and others, other believers have gone through the same thing. I think that the Lord has taken us through a season of testing and consecration, and he's brought us out leaner and meaner. It's like the truck I have right now, this pickup that's the new one. It's kind of like a leaner and meaner version of my old truck. It really is. I'm seeing this manifest in other ways too, but that's just one example. So um, now that we're talking about obedience, let me say a couple things about the importance of obedience, importance of obedience, I'm saying. And, you know, just kind of some context so you don't understand. So I like to tell people sometimes that obedience earns you nothing, but the lack of it can cost you everything. So think of Moses, right? Who didn't get to enter the promised land. Think of Saul, who had the kingship taken away from him. And of course, that's the famous context in 1 Samuel, where we know that to obey is better to, than sacrifice, to heed better than the fat of rams. That comes from Saul when he disobeyed. But I want you just to remember that obedience is not a substitute for faith. It is not synonymous. Those terms are not interchangeable. And yet, we know from John 15, 10 and 14, that if we love him, we will obey him, right? It's going to be an, an outworking of our faith, of our love. And plus, just a thought, if God can't trust you to obey him, then maybe he won't give you or me the very best, most covetous assignments, right? I mean, I want all the plum assignments. I want God to pick me. And if he can't trust me, if I don't have a pattern of obedience, you know, he might pass me by. So just things to think about, right? 
So the most consistent theme that I hear among the prophetic voices is that there's a greater level of glory coming than anything we've ever seen. And personally, I'm hearing new things about the favor and the glory of the Lord, things that I've never heard before. But my sense is that the greater favor and glory is going to come with a price that we are all about to see the glory and favor of the Lord displayed as never before. But I think there's some fine print, and that is that obedience is also more important than it's ever been before. Now, the Lord has brought repeatedly to my attention the story of the man of God in 1 Kings 13. Now, if you're not familiar with this story, you might want to read that whole chapter. But basically, the man of God cried out against the altar and prophesied some things to King Jeroboam that King Jeroboam did not like. So, the king attempted to have the man of God arrested. He stretched out his hand to say, arrest that man, kind of a thing. But God withered his hand when he did that. So then the king said to the man of God, Please entreat the favor of the Lord your God and pray for me that my hand might be restored. That's in verse 6. And the man of God did. And it was. Well, you might know the end of the story. If not, go read that. The man of God ended up disobeying part of the word of the Lord to him on his way back home because he had been told by the Lord not to eat bread nor drink water nor return by the same way that he had come that's verse 9 but he disobeyed now there was an old prophet in there that I don't know he lied to him he tricked him it's a little murky to really understand what that old prophet's um, what his motivation would have been but regardless the man of God disobeyed the word of the Lord and it cost him his life he was killed by a lion as he went back home. So my point being that this man of God was given raw power, but at a price. The price was he was held to a very high level of obedience. Now, something I've noticed is that sometimes prophets and prophetic people can be held to different standards than anyone else. And it's very difficult to explain. This is where that truck comes in. Like, you know, just try telling somebody that you've gotten direction to buy a new vehicle or that maybe you've gotten direction to move to a different location or you're supposed to change ministry buildings or whatever or like the man of God that you're not to eat or drink anything and you're going to have to return a different way home. Like just try explaining that, right? It's not something most people can understand, but you know when you know what you know, you know? You know what I'm talking about. When the Lord speaks to you, you know clearly. So that's why, you know, the man of God, he kind of, he just kind of like messed up there because he shouldn't have let that older prophet uh, trick him or lie to him or whatever it is that he did because he had a conviction in his heart, right? The man of God knew what the direction from the Lord was. And that's how it can be for you and I. Someone else might try to dissuade us from what we have heard, but we know what, what we've heard. So again, all this to say that along with greater responsibility comes greater accountability, like Moses found out and Saul. So maybe not in the extreme sense where we saw in 1 Kings 13 that the man of God actually died, but it's still true nonetheless. And that's the season that I sense we're entering into. Raw power, but at a price. So remember earlier I said uh, I sensed a pattern 
when things were dying. It, well, you know, the, the truck, it wasn't my idea to, to replace it. And so in a way, I had to, I had, there was like a death. I had to give up this truck that I had before. Um, and then a laptop, of course, died. So this pattern I was sensing of things being replaced, but then they're better, right? So here's what I'm hearing. It's been a season of loss. Excuse me, I want to say loss. I'll say it over. Here's what I'm hearing. It's been a season of loss, but I've seen the Lord just as quickly restoring it. Now, not in every area yet, mind you, but enough to realize that God is up to something because sometimes something has to die before it can be replaced. Of course, like my laptop, for example, but it could also be a dream or a vision or a way that you thought or imagined that your life or ministry would always look like or be. But if God kills that vision, makes it die, the good news is if God is doing that, if he's the one that's in the picture, then that loss will bring forth much fruit. And John twelve four is a great verse that reinforces that. So there's a scripture I want to leave you with as a close. But it's very important to understand what the context of this verse is. This was spoken during the darkest days of Judah's history, the 70-year period of Babylonian captivity. There had been monumental loss. Jerusalem had fallen in 587 BC. Down came the walls, the Davidic line, the throne, even the temple came down, which was the place where the Shekinah glory dwelled. So very gloomy and, uh, you know, not good days, dark days. And into this situation came the word of the Lord to the nation, to the land of Israel through Ezekiel. And this is what he said. I will multiply upon you man and beast, and they shall increase and bear young. And I will make you inhabited as in the former times and do better for you than at your beginnings. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel thirty six eleven. Wow. Selah, right? I will do better for you than at the beginning. So I just want to leave with some encouragement for you. Despite it having been a season of loss for many people, because I'm getting all kinds of feedback from people as I start to put this word out there, that they are having the same experiences that I did. Maybe not the same specific circumstances, but yes, things breaking left and right, all kinds of loss, financial expenses. But I'm hearing that despite this, it's a season to press through open doors, not to stand back or you know, be still and not move forward, uh, because that can be our natural reaction. But I believe the Lord has a plan to take your loss and restore it to better than before. So will you trust him in this? Let's just pray. Lord Jesus, I pray for all those who are listening, who can recognize this pattern in their life. They see that loss I'm talking about. So whatever point they're at, Father, if it's despair, if it's confusion, if they cannot understand why the word of the Lord is not looking like they thought it would to them, I pray that you would 
Just give them immense comfort right now, Lord, and pour even a new spirit of encouragement. Give them a fresh energy and an ability to understand that this is not a season to draw back or stand still. This is a season to push ahead through any open doors that you have provided for them. So give them the strength and impart it to him right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, this is the show called Preparing the Way, the the Practical Prophetic. That's a tongue twister sometimes. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, please go subscribe to our show. And also, please rate and review on iTunes or cpnshows.com or wherever you listen. If you've enjoyed it, your positive review helps our message reach more people. And please don't forget to visit our website at www.starfireministries.org. Sign up for our newsletter and you can donate there, read our latest articles and keep to date up to date with all of our social media sites. So thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.